to, to get in touch with your core masculinity so that um, so that you feel powerful and and you you understand how they sway you and and take that yeah, into account exactly you know like uh, my dad or granddad might have said something like you know I know what time it is right like being awake aware and savvy to what's going on around you not just locally but globally you know what's going on in our culture and how does that impact your psychology right in all these areas of being a man so if we looked at these uh, four areas quickly I want to show you how everything integrates okay those of you who are familiar with uh, some of my older programs uh, one I did eight years ago uh, with a guy named David D you might be familiar with uh, that was like me just starting out and since that time I have all these various building blocks of psychology so you're going to recognize maybe some diagrams in one program that you might see in a different program maybe even going back as far as eight years ago don't be alarmed by that it's just that the human mind works the way it works and it has all these working parts and what I've done is in a visual way in a, in a graphic uh, algorithm way, in a puzzle piece kind of way, I've essentially decoded a sort of periodic table of the elements of the mind. So we have all these little working parts, and we can put them together, like you'd put together different atoms to make a molecule. What we're doing with this course is taking all those working parts and assembling them for you this weekend in a way that completely addresses mood and depression, sadness, anger in a specific male context. So it's like the periodic table of the elements. So the way uh, our courses run, if we were to look at um, you know, the, the core courses, some of which you may be familiar with, like um, the MMP, the Mature Masculine Power Program, is now called MI Man, Masculine Intelligence for Being a Man. MI Charisma, the KWML, you might be familiar with about personality styles. Mind OS is now called MI Growth, Masculine Intelligence for Your Personal Growth. And then MI Essentials is a, a bundle that includes a lot of those. Some of you uh, originally came to us for dating help, dating and relationship help, and uh, going out on the town doing a boot camp or expedition where we meet women live and you know, learn all the nuts and bolts of how to communicate effectively with women and attract them. So we have a, a suite of products that have to do with women, MI Women. used to be called the Omega Male Program. MI Dating, MI Sexuality, MI Girlfriend, MI Relationships. These all have to do with various stages of communicating to women and having a relationship with them. MI Work, everything to do with your career. So we have MI Man, MI Mission, MI Politics, MI Leadership, and MI Team. These are various aspects of addressing your career. So it's our career suite. MI Evolution is about personal growth and character. So MI Growth, MI Skills, MI Politics, MI Leadership, relevant once again, and MI Tools. And then finally, uh, a success suite has everything to do with friendship, happiness, and fulfillment. And this is the category that uh, masculine intelligence in men's depression or depressculinity fits into. We're going to be dealing with an area of the mind that evolutionary psychologists call the mammalian brain. Now a lot of times when you do a dating training with us, we're dealing purely just with the reptilian brain, with the, uh, the area of the mind that's involved with sexual attraction only. This time we're dealing a lot with emotions and how that impacts things.
So if you would suspect that you might have this little condition uh, that we've recognized called depresculinity, you're going to find that, yes, it's going to impact your ability to attract women, but it's just going to massively impact an inability to keep a woman, to maintain a girlfriend relationship, or to move beyond that into uh, any kind of commitment. This is where you get really impaired in that area of dating by depresculinity. So what is depresculinity? Nobody is talking about it, but both men and women are feeling its effects in area, every area of life. And um, I'm glad you guys are here because there's a natural male instinct uh, that has shame to it to admit any kind of weakness. Now, luckily you're going to be discovering that this is not a, a shameful body of knowledge to learn. It's about empowering yourself, and that's a very good thing. But men find it shameful to even think about, let alone explore, causes of mood trouble that they have. They won't talk about it even to their friends, let alone go to a psychiatrist or a therapist for it. And the statistics are building more and more about that all the time. Men, uh, men avoid therapy. And there's probably a good reason for that. Uh, there's a certain nature to the languaging of therapy that's so, um, I guess I could say vanilla. <laughs> you know, it's uh, gender neutral. It's uh, sweet and nice and uh, maybe kind of maternal. It's kind of rare to find a paternal therapist. In fact, uh, it was a number of years ago I asked a, you know, a very old colleague, um, you know, how do you guys select people for candidacy to be psychoanalysts? And just off the cuff, it was a woman, just off the cuff she says, oh, well, we look for kind of feminine men. <laughs> that, that made me feel great. <laughs> it's like, thanks a lot. <laughs> but she goes, no, no, you know, we look for very maternal men so that they'll be nice to the patients and they just have this, you know, nice sweetness to them. And I was like, you know, I'd, I'd really rather have a male psychoanalyst who's like a, a tough guy who smokes cigars. Maybe Freud was the only one <laughs> that ever was, you know. So, uh, so men find it shameful to go get help. And that's normal and natural as an instinct. Um, if you think about things like um, anybody ever know somebody that went to couples counseling? you know, like Relationship on the Rocks or Marriage on the Rocks. You know, wh what do all the stand-up comics say about that stuff? It's ridiculous. It, it, it's not made for men. It's completely not made for men. Men will shun it, and with good reason, because it's not speaking to them in their language. You know, unwittingly, it's a kind of treatment, really, for women. It's more for women than you know it, you know. We wouldn't talk about that publicly, uh, usually, because that's completely politically incorrect to say that. But you just know it's not for you. You want to say something quick about that? We'll definitely talk about that later. Okay, but this is, a, this is another reason we felt that, you know, after all this time, we felt compelled to make this particular program as well for maybe men who've done some therapy, maybe not even couples counseling, but just done therapy of their own, where you know, they get the, all the typical advice. Cognitive therapy is just, you know, the number one gold standard for depression today. And it, there's no cognitive therapy for men and cognitive therapy for women. It's just cognitive therapy. And one size fits all, fits both genders. And there's something just dreadfully missing from it, I'm sorry to say. 
And I think that's the reason men go to dating programs. I mean, do you really need to go learn from a, quote, guru about how to date instead of just talk to your buddies, you know, or meet some new male friends who are successful with women? Why would you go to a dating training? Well, it's because there's something else going on underneath that. And you know there's something missing in society that doesn't feed you as a man. In the same way that that British woman told me that in England, men are honored because they're male. That's the starting point. And then you are dishonorable if you do something dishonorable. But here, if you're a male, you know, if you like it, you better put a ring on it. It's sort of the, uh, you know, it, you are to do stuff for us. That's your role here uh, in the West. So, obviously, depressed masculinity is harming relationships um, between both men and women. And it's impairing uh, men's ability to function with their bosses, employees, coworkers, if they happen to still have a job while in its clutches. It gets individual men fired and is killing the company overall, too, and the economy. And it ends individual marriages, but it's killing the very institution of marriage, too. Because obviously marriage is for two people, uh, not just one. And if the male is just sort of slogging along barely getting by, going to work, saying yes, honey, and doing honeydews. That marriage is on the rocks. You know, I, I can't think of a lot of people that I know who are still married. You know, it's like they start it, they end it a few years later, and I'm still in the same state. It's like, welcome back. <laughs> so there's, there's a major problem going on. Um, and it's not a genetic condition that I'm 